Can you hear me that back there? We send metta to all living beings. What is the definition of a living being? Is it a being that has a mind? Does a tree have a mind? Oh, metta puoloisin tatua aalonko metta puoloisin tatua asoro pale sei pama. Now we will start the question and answer session. (laughs) 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 And Sayadaw will not relate to questions that deal with political issues or political religious issues. Yes. Now, we send metta to all living beings. What is the definition of a living being? Is it a being that has a mind? Does a tree have a mind? A tree has no mind. A tree has no mind. And because there is no mind, one cannot call a tree a living being. So when we talk of all living beings, cultivating metta to all beings, so uh, trees or mountains are not included. Okay. How do animals differ from humans? So animals, they they do eat, they they engage in eating, they sleep, 
and they engage in sexual activities. That's kind of the activities that animals engage in and these beings are called animals. Humans, human beings, they can differentiate between what is wholesome, what is unwholesome. They engage in what is unwholesome. They can refrain from unwholesome deeds. So they have this knowledge. And what we call animals are beings that uh, cannot differentiate between what is wholesome and what is unwholesome. So they do um, engage in unwholesome actions. And as I had already said, like they, they eat, they sleep, and engage in sexual activities. And being able to differentiate between what is wholesome and unwholesome and then to engage in what is wholesome and to refrain from doing what is unwholesome um, these we call humans. Do you understand? <coughs> Next one. What's the purpose of human life? Nubua so ask yourself. <laughs> so what is your purpose in life? So to put it very generally, the purpose of human beings to have a human life is to attain a state of happiness and peace. So um, humans, they do whatever they think that will provide them happiness and peace. All their activities are geared towards happiness and peace. So every person's 
purpose is somehow to live in happiness and peace. Correct? Is it right? So everybody engages in activities to to try to feel happy and well in body and mind, engages in activities to be happy with the food they have, the clothing they have, or material things. So with that, that they can be happy and live at ease, in peace. And those, let's say, on a higher level, they aspire to the happiness and peace of Nibbana. They, their purpose is to become fully liberated. <clears throat> the next one. There is no doubt about the benefit of metta. However, it is a dilemma, for example, an outbreak of bird flu, killing of the chicken is necessary to control the outbreak. What is the Buddhist standpoint? To protect this human life for higher enlightenment or to be infected with bird flu? ที่ว่าอะไรเนี่ยเนี่ยตกวีอ่าพอเมตตาสรอจูชิบาริตาบิเมเนี่ยตกวีแกเยอะชินที่เนี่ยเตเตอะเมตามาลูเดโอมะก
So, for example, when it... This is the doctor. <laughs> so, for example, if a doctor gives antibiotics to the patient, he does not give it with the, or he should not give it with the intention to kill the bugs, but he gives it to the patient with the intention, with the chetana, that the patient recovers from the sickness and gets healthy again. So, an example, um, some robbers come and are threatening a person. Uh, this happened a long time ago, the time of the Buddha, the time of Rajagaha, and King Bimbisara was told that uh, this group of robbers had, have come and uh, that they are threatening people. So they asked King Bimbisara what should they do. And King Bimbisara said, So he just gave the order, um, make the town free from danger. So King Bimbisara, he was a Sotapanna, having reached the first stage of enlightenment. So he had no, or in his mind, there was no wish, no intention um, to harm others. So when King Bimbisara said, mm, free the town from danger. Um, actually, that meant uh, kill the robbers. Um, so the king gave the order to make the town free from danger. Well, he had no intention or to give the order to kill the robbers, but the person whom he gave the order, he understood it as go and kill the robbers. And so he went and killed them. And, uh, 
Another example is of a couple. He was a hunter and his wife uh, was a Sotapanna. So, um, in the morning, the, the husband prepared to go out chasing animals. The wife, who was a Sotapanna, she prepared uh, rice for him to take along to eat during the day. He also, she also prepared the, the stick and the knife that the husband was going to take with him. She was accused. Some people accused her. Some other people then accused this uh, wife, who was a Sotapanna, um, because she was preparing the knife, the arrow, the sticks that she accused her of killing beings. And so then um, this news came to the Buddha. And the Buddha touched some poison. So the Buddha touched some poison, but nothing happened to his hand. There was no 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 wound, nothing. So, you know, could be maybe some poison from an ant, and so if you touch that, then um, nothing happens on your hand, on your skin. But if one had a wound and then would touch that poison, then the poison would enter uh, into the body, into one's blood.
So only when there is the, the, the wish, the desire, the jetana to kill a living being, then it's a fault. But <clears throat> without the desire to kill a living being, there is no fault. The wife, the Sotapanna, she just prepared these things. She gave it uh, to her husband who took these things uh, into the forest. So while preparing these things, there was no wish or intention uh, to kill any living beings in her. And so coming back to the doctor, so there is no, um, no desire, no intention for killing the bugs, but there is just this wholesome intention to cure his, her patient, to make the patient healthy again. The next one. If we practice vipassana bhavana diligently, do all meditators have capability to attain sotapanna, first stage of enlightenment? Or does it depend on individual kama and paramis? Vipassana bhavana chochosasa atoloshin yogidain yogidain dotatan pimalapya. If one practices vipassana meditation diligently, one can attain sotapanna, every yogi. So, karma or the paramis, that's not the important thing. However, um, one cannot say how long it will take. So, how many days it will take or how many lives it will take. One day. <laughs> so if you practice diligently, one day you will attain it. Yeah, <laughs> 
So, in one of the one of his discourses, uh, the Buddha said, if one practices this satipatthana, uh, vipassana practice, then one can uh, attain it in this life. So if one does not attain Sotapanna now, one can attain it uh, shortly before death. And if one does not reach it uh, before death, um, but through one's practice, one will be reborn in the Deva realm and one will attain Sotapanna in the Deva realm. So that's why if you practice it, then you will reach it, you will reach Sotapanna one day. Next question. In regards to Sayadaw explanation on jhana in the Dhamma talk, what about Arupa jhana? Sayadaw will talk about the Arupa jhana next year. So come back next year, everybody. <laughs> so in order to reach the Arupajana, one cannot attain them with the practice of metta meditation. One cannot attain them with the practice of the four Brahma Viharas. So, for uh, attaining the Arupajanas, um, there are the special objects to reach the Arupajanas. So, for these four Arupajanas, they have their respective objects. So, for example, um, to reach the first Arupajana, one, one's object is like this infinity of space, um, like there is no limit to the sky. It's this uh, no li- uh, infinity of space. And so with that, one reaches the first Arupajana, infinity of space.
So next year, Sayoto will talk about it. Next one. What is the difference between the terms Samadhi and Jhana? So these two words, Samadhi and Jhana, they are just two different words which mean basically the same thing. Next, how can we distinguish access, concentration, and jhana? Upasara sene apanasen belo kwacha, belo kwadele, belo tina indele. So, excess concentration, in Pali it's upachara, samadhi, this is near to the absorption concentration, apana samadhi, and like it's in the neighborhood of the jhana. So, uh, for example, it's like uh, the borderline between two countries. So, where two countries meet, that's the borderline between these countries. And so if you cross the borderline, then you get into the other country. So the upachara jhana, the access concentration, is like the borderline, and the apana jhana, the uh, uh, absorption uh, that's when you are in the other country. Okay. Next one. How many Sayadas are there in Burma, approximately? And what does a monk have to do to become a Sayado? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so in Burma, there are altogether about 500,000 monks. Among these monks, how many of them are Sayadas? Sayado doesn't know. Uh, 
So to become a Sayadaw, um, a monk needs to fulfill two criteria. <laughs> um, the first criteria is old age. <laughs> And the second criteria is to be fulfilled with the um, qualities of sila, samadhi, and panya. So to be fulfilled with virtue, um, concentration or meditation, and wisdom. So, only old age does not make one a Sayadaw, or only to be endowed with these three qualities of Sila, Samadhi, Panya does not make one a Sayadaw, only when these two criteria are fulfilled. Next one. I would like to know why metta is practiced and esteemed so much more than the other Brahma Viharas in the Theravada tradition. The metta, metta bhavana, the Theravada Buddha Padama, Bopiro, what? Lure, Atote, Chenne, Biama, so Tomba, Tepiro, Amato, Chabu, Adapapilole. If one practices metta meditation, then it's like the other three Brahma Viharas are somehow contained. So then when one practices these other three Brahma Viharas, it's not so difficult anymore. One can do them. Some days ago, in his Dhamma talk, Sayadaw mentioned this story about the three grandfathers, Bomita, Bodana, and Bo Aunain. And you remember that um, Bo Meta, when he went into the, inside the house, the other two also went because the other two qualities uh, are also contained in Meta. And so, and likewise, um, when one engages in the, med, uh, in the practice of metta meditation, so then afterwards um, it's not difficult anymore 
to cultivate the other three Brahma Viharas, then uh, one can quite easily do them. And then, could Sayada talk a little bit about equanimity, upeka, please? How to cultivate it? Can it support the metta practice? Is metta and upeka, are metta and upeka mutually exclusive? Can they arise, can they be in the mind together? If they are mutually exclusive, how can the Buddha have them both? Upeka, a chan, below Vuayamale, Upeka, Meta Pavana Atve, below Achopetale, Meta ne Upeka, Seitema Tapiaine, Bonaindala, Nesapia Metaleshi, Upekaleshi, Tapiaine, Lapsin, Velo, Namu, Napa, Shina, and Tale. Upeka Velo Puaya, Malapia. The other day, Sayato mentioned how to cultivate upeka, taking the phrase sabi sata kamasaka, sabi sata kamasaka. All beings are the owner of their actions. Metane upeka seitema tapiaime bonaindala. Meta and upeka cannot arise together in the mind, cannot arise together in the mind at the same time. And so it's true that the Buddha has perfected as well both metta and upeka. He's fully endowed with these qualities, but still these two qualities cannot arise in the mind together at the same time. When uh, metta arises in the mind, when metta is present at the mind, in the mind, then at that moment there cannot be uh, at the same time upeka. And when upeka is present in the mind, then at the same time 
that cannot be meta. But yes, the Buddha is completely endowed with these four Brahma Viharas. But um, although he is endowed with these four qualities, but it doesn't mean that they are always present at the same time. Last one. Could Sayadaw please give brief instructions to practice the Otta Brahma Viharas so we can continue by ourselves? Instructions and reflections that are helpful to generate those mental states, in particular Opika. The Jane Byamaso Dea Domba Karuna Murita Opika so for the Karuna practice, uh, compassion, we take the phrase like Sabe sata dukamuchantu. Sabe sata dukamuchantu. May all beings be free from suffering. And uh, the object for the Karuna practice are beings who are suffering, beings who are in distress. So, for example, if a person gets sick with cancer, so then one wishes this person um, to be free from the sickness, from the cancer. So, may this uh, this sickness disappear. May this sickness disappear. Murita. And for the Murita practice, it's Sabe Sata. Yatalada Sampati Toma Vitkachantu. And for the Mudita practice, one takes person beings who are successful, who are happy, who are doing well. You know, for example, a person like Chamyamya in Sayado. So, um, you may develop uh, Mudita for Sayado by wishing him 
May Sayadaw become more powerful. May Sayadaw become more powerful. Or wishing, or wish that the new building uh, be quickly finished. <laughs> so one takes the well-being or the happiness, the joy of another person, of another being. Um, one regards that and wishes that this joy, this happiness, the well-being uh, does not disappear. One wishes that this joy, happiness, well-being further increases. Mm. And then for the Upeka practice, it's the phrase Sabesata Kamasaka, all beings are the heirs of their actions. Okay. So when we cultivate metta, loving kindness, with, we encompass or we can do it for all beings, all living beings, wishing them to be happy, well, healthy, and so on. But, Karuna, Karuna Murita Alomea. But when we engage in the karuna practice, um, we develop it for beings who are suffering, who are in distress. So one cannot do it for all living beings. And in the mudita practice, we do it, our objects are people, beings who do well, who are happy, who are prosperous and so on. So also this practice uh, is not done with all all beings. And with the metta practice, actually the um, aspects of karuna and mudita are also included. That's why here in Myanmar, um, this practice of metta meditation is um, often practiced. Gombi. The remaining questions, which deal mostly with the practice of metta meditation, 
They will be answered tomorrow during the closing ceremony. Saido is happy about all the questions you have put forth. So the answers you have been given to your questions, uh, did you understand them? Are you satisfied with them? Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.